0: John 17, verse 11, try that, and I'll tell you if I'm right. I'm right, I, write, I look, uh, now I'm, no, further down, I'll tell you. John 17, 14, 14 is where I was looking for. <clears throat> so we have uh, eight stations, Will, Dylan, will you be at the Revelation Bible Station? Yes, where is that? Right over there, that's where. And those of you who are going to be hosting the station, go ahead and find yourself over there. And Wes, are you standing by? You inside, outside?
1: Yeah, he's right
0: there. Will you do um, Power Holy Spirit host that station? It's going to be over this side. We, we kind of tipped the room... This way, for the stations, there are eight of them. Uh, The reason we did that was because they were having too much fun in the super books. And this is a summer of fun, so we're going to not let the fun go. We're just going to move so we can stay more focused and they can be as loud as they want. So we have eight stations. The first one, and they... Is that... Are you able to pop that up? Or no, you got your scriptures on. I'm messing y'all up. She's got it. Okay. Jesus said, I've given them your word. He's, this is his dedication prayer as he's about to go into the rest and into the hands of wicked men, but he's under the predetermined plan of God to become the offering for sin for all of us. And he's recounting what he's done as he's returning to the Father, of his ministry. He says, I've given them your word. The world has hated them because they're not of the world, just as I'm not of the world. And he explains. Again, to the Father and for all of us to hear, I do not pray for, that you should take them out of the world. Sometimes I really wish that would be. But that you should keep them from the evil one. So apparently we can live through in the world, but not of it. And we'll be fine if we can be kept from the evil one. And then he gives the secret. They are not of the world just as I'm not of the world. Uh, sanctify them by your truth. Your word is truth. So the Word of God, this is all the Logos, the entirety of the Bible, is the, is the truth that will separate us, sanctify us, so we can be kept from the evil one. You, as you sent me into the world, I also have sent them into the world. So we're not retreating, we're advancing. And for their sakes, just, just the phenomenal humility of God in a man. For their sakes, I sanctify myself. So I come inside the word, I come into submission, that they also may be sanctified by the truth. So everything that we are being called to do in Christ, to live in Christ, Christ did unto the Father for us. And that's so powerful. When the first time we were going through the Gospels last year, and I began to be amazed at watching Jesus conduct himself in in, in every situation, and he always came out on top. And I asked him, I said, not thinking I'd get an answer, and I know I keep repeating this, I said, Lord, how could you walk with such confidence, such authority? How could you, how could you say what was going to happen and, and it set things in place and know, and just knew they would happen? And he simply said, I submitted to the Word of God. <laughs> so the Word of God made flesh, submitted to the Word of God, eternal, the Logos, that had been made flesh, and in so doing, he rose above every factual matter of life. He just took over. So I, he said, I don't pray for these alone, but also for those who believe in me through their word. So we now carry this word forward, that we, they may be one as you, Father, are in me, and I in you, and they also may be one in us, and the world may believe that you sent me. So these stations, they are not, they're, you could think, oh, what are they, uh, how could they take on a, a, a door we could walk through or a window we could peer into or an experience we could have. Well, Jesus was already thinking that was going to be what we were going to have. Because he goes on and he says, the glory which you gave me, I have given them that they may be one just as we are. One. That's something we just accept. We we choose to say that glory that God the Father gave Jesus is now Jesus given us. Uh, I and them and you and me, and they may be made perfect in one, as the world the world may know you have sent me, and have loved them as you have loved me. So glory and love was the focus we wanted to to look into. Next week we're going to talk because it's Father's Day. Father's blessing, we're going to talk into generational blessing. We're going to bring those who carry, who have been in different moves of God, those who have been through different journeys with God, to be able to release impartation one to another. We'll probably pull together a fire tunnel, glory tunnel, just something to move the Spirit of God back and forth to one another. That'll be really fun. That'll be really a different way of doing this. But he says, Father... I desire that they also whom you gave me be with me where I am, that they may behold my glory which you have given me, for you love me from before the foundation of the world. And now we begin to see that the glory of God and the love of God, it's both which were with God the Son before he became Son of Man and lived out his life as we know him as Jesus, had been in God's love and God's glory. It says, O righteous Father, the world has not known you, but I have known you, and these have known that you sent me. And I declare to them your name, and will declare it, that the love with which you love me may be in them, and I in them. So today, tonight, we're going to, you can start anywhere. I just was thinking of these kind of as, as we, I start every day in the new creation. Uh, Jesus, that means I'm a new creation every day. God makes every, behold, I make all things new. Every day, everything's new. So to, and that, of course, comes in my fellowship with Jesus. If you go to that, which is right over there by Eddie, and you sit down for a moment, and you go, I'd like to experience, and again, be renewed in the truth of the new creation. I am in Christ. And I ask for that awakening. Now, the picture that we got, so expect this. If it bears witness, expect this, that as you're sitting in those places, the Lord is renewing covenant. And how he made covenant with Abram is he walks down the midst of them. And we literally saw this during the times of prayer that he was walking through the midst of the places we were sitting. So let's expect encounters. Let's expect the Lord coming. He's You say, well, how does the Lord come if he's seated at the right hand of God the Father? The Holy Spirit. (laughs) The Holy Spirit. That's who got sent, who who multiplied the ministry of Jesus so that it was not limited to a physical man and a mortal body that would, would have been limited to touch humanity. So rather, he brought the mortal man to the cross to become an offering for the sin, and he became dead and raised, and now he is an immortal man, incorruptible, and he's sitting at the right hand of the Father, and because of that, he sent the Holy Spirit, who can come to everyone anytime, all the time, and bring Jesus to us in real time. Is that cool? That's like better than the internet, TikTok, or anything. You've got instant access through faith and through God's intention to reveal his son. And that's why we sit there. Going, I want to feel the new creation. I want to feel the power of the Holy Spirit. That's what moves me. And causes my life to advance. Even when I get bogged down. Revelation. Bible. This logos. We just touched on that. I am convinced in these last days. The revelation that we hold of Jesus Christ inside the Bible. Will determine many of the outcomes that we are faced with, and to see them in the overcoming column. Uh, In meditation and prayer, that's taking all of these, power of the Holy Spirit, Bible, revelation, and beginning to ponder it in our mouths and our hearts, and next thing you know, we begin to behold something of God that we couldn't see before, and he takes hold of us. Obedience and faith. That's what comes out of spending time with God, is that faith rises, and faith is seen in obedience, and obedience is always measured Uh, is a measure of our faith. Then uh, the testing. Unfortunately, that's always a hard place to go to, but I I encourage you, because I'm sure everyone's being tested right now. And testing is to prove the genuineness of faith and to cause us to experience the faithfulness of God. And so when you're sitting there... Begin to say, and you don't have to sit, you can stand and you can say as long as you want with anyone and we'll go till 730 and then we'll close it and you continue to linger. But I'm going to experience the faithfulness of God, the overcoming power, the joy and the victory of Jesus. And I just wait for you and I'm anticipating to have an encounter. God comes through the spirit to renew covenant. I am faithful. I will be there for you. You will experience my victory. You will live and not die. He's just building the, the patience in the problem. Vision and hope comes out. Once you get a good experience with God through a bad experience the devil brought, then you've got a new hope, a new vision for a better time in the next time. And then lastly, that destination, glory and love. The glory of God is the love of God and manifestation. So we're doing these exercises because so much of our learning doesn't get application, or and, and this is kind of a way of giving permission. Let's go through them. We'll do it together online, and we'll worship, and we'll just let the Lord touch you. Anything you feel, any kind of inclination of, your, of, your, of emotion, of your heart, thoughts, scriptures that return to you. If you've got your Bible with you in your phone, pull it up. Once the Lord initiates an, an experience, go with it. And if you go with it, lean into it. You'll be, you, you just, I, I'm always amazed. I can start at the worst place in life, and all it takes is one little whisper or, or just a little breeze or just a little inclination of God, and I go, huh, and I move. I've learned, huh, that's you. And I just move in that direction. And next thing you know, he's, it's like walking out of a storm into a beautiful serene place of rest and peace just because i i let that leading and i went in the following so everyone has permission to do so okay everyone has permission to encounter and experience and then take personally what you have happen and take it into prayer and meditation tomorrow and watch god build in us the 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 purpose every living member of the body of Jesus Christ coming fully alive until the point all things are growing up into him who's our head, Jesus Christ, and from him we're receiving all abundance of life and can give it away to one another in love. Amen? All right. Father, thank you. Thank you for a chance to be in this house that's been saturated with prayer for the last 12 hours in this sanctuary. The angels are present at the stations. The Holy Spirit's ready to reveal Jesus and remind us and guide us and renew covenant. And so we dedicate this and we ask that it transfer into the houses and homes of those online and that you would accomplish in us what you, Father, have accomplished in the Son. And we could experience in these stations what you want to give us and then we can grow that sound in our own prayer, in our own meditation, in our own Bible reading, in Jesus' name. Amen? All right, let's get going. Uh, you can move wherever. Uh, there's people there that will be willingly and looking forward to lay hands on you, but you don't have to have that happen. God knows what he's doing. Okay. We're going to start at the new creation reality. So, um, new creation, I want to experience this. I'm gonna sit right here. You sit with me. Ponder when you were born again. Take a moment, remember the day you gave your life to Jesus. Remember the day you first heard his voice. Remember the place when you met him and you knew he was calling you and it was time to surrender. And let it happen again right now. We surrender every day believe again every day. He makes all things new. Even if we are feeling old and fruffly or tired, but we've known the Lord for 50 years, it's always new. He's making it all new. It's a new day. This new creation, Jesus. I see him walking by us and he's not just walking through the midst of this, but he's touching us, and, and we're receiving. He's pulling us in. And it's life. Life he's giving us. Amen. Okay, just worship him now for a moment. sudden the Bible started to make sense and you wanted to be with him in a more uh, intentional manner. The power of the Holy Spirit moves us forward. He advances us where we might have forever been kind of circulating the amount. He's the one that breaks us free. He's the one that gives us power to witness Jesus. And I believe right now he's doing that. So with the rest of our friends, let's just receive. Say, Holy Spirit, I want to be filled again. Jesus, fill me with your Holy Spirit. Fill me. If you don't, let's take a moment and speak in other tongues. If you've never spoken in other tongues, I declare in Jesus' name, be filled with the Holy Spirit and be, speak in other tongues as Jesus gives you ability. Praise. Yes, Jesus. Do it. Fill us. Fill us. Fill us. We receive your power. We receive your power to advance in the kingdom and with your grace to take us to the next place. We receive your power to advance and your grace to take us to the next place. Praise Lord. Let's praise him again. Let's praise him. say that I am, they said, well, some say you're John the Baptist, some say you're Elijah, one of the prophets. He said, well, who do you say I am? Peter stood up and said, you are the Christ Son of the living God. And he then said in turn, blessed are you, Simon, by Jonah, because flesh and blood didn't reveal this to you, but my Father who is in heaven. Revelation. Revelation knowledge is knowledge that comes out of the Bible, the truth that we are could not obtain with our own natural senses, our flesh, our blood, our intellect, our abilities, our mental capacities. It's, it's received. And so we've been reading the Bible this second year now, where we're not reading to try to grasp the meaning. But we just read to ourselves, listen to someone reading the Bible, read aloud, just so we can just be inside it therefore not limiting it to our intellect. And people are reporting that, that all of a sudden the Bible is alive. It's one of the funnest things they do. They look forward to do it every year, day. And I think it's because so much of the scripture comes to revelation. And my mind trying to force the direction limits my ability to receive it. So I'm going to pray that. Lord, I, Father, I ask you to truth in the Word of God, the love of God in all of the circumstances of life as we read your Word, that you would translate us from the conflict and the confusion, from the lies, from, from the strong discords that try to raise up and rally us into corners of battles and bring us into the truth, the truth that makes us free. Lord, I pray that this impartation of revelation to the word truth that makes us free would just come alive and take us to that next place in jesus glorious name amen amen only one that saves his name is jesus there is Like me, while you've heard the word meditation had an Eastern connotation, kind of going blank, humming, uh, getting into a mantra, getting into a kind of a zone. But that really is not prayer. But real meditation, Hebrew meditation, was was engaging the heart and the mouth, the believing heart, the speaking mouth, confessing mouth, pondering the word of God, and with the Spirit of God illuminating what we're pondering petitioning what we need, supplicating, making clear our requests, intercession where we step into the situation asking for the breakthrough, and then praise and thanksgiving. All of that, all of that is prayer and meditation. See, I love prayer with the Word of God. Sometimes I'll read the Word of God and it becomes my prayer. I don't have to say, oh, now I'm going to pray what I'm reading. I just am starting, I'm just just praying what I'm reading. It's, it's allowing the Spirit of God to communicate to our spirit to give us understanding that isn't coming from the intellect, but it's coming up from the revelation knowledge. And prayer is that kind of, they used to say cow, and I know we don't know a lot about cows anymore, but cows have multiple stomachs and they would chew the cut, they would chew their food swallow it, digest it a bit, then it would come back up and chew it again. That sounds gross, but it was actually, it's a pattern, it's a pathway of digestion. It's the same thing with with the Word of God and prayer and a life being given to Jesus Christ. It's a pathway. It's a process. The first time I read a scripture, I get something out of it. The next time, something more. A A year later, I come back, same scripture, and it's an entirely new subject that he's bringing to me. Meditation. Prayer gives me a basis to communicate with God. So I'm not trying to communicate from my needs, my struggles, my doubts, my fears. God loves, welcomes me to tell Him my need and my fears. But I have found when I agree in prayer with God's Word and His truth, His love, His Spirit, I often find the sanctification kicks in and I get propelled out of the place that I've been caught in and stuck in. So, uh, Lord, I release, I release Hebraic meditation in prayer to each of us with the Word of God and the Spirit of God, with the Spirit of God and the truth, and as Jesus said, the sanctification that comes forth. And I bless that in these moments, together with the Lord, you would um, unlock hearts to believe again, mouths to speak alive the word. And yes, we could express where we are, but we wouldn't get caught there because we would continue to return to where you are and what you're doing in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. name because Jesus is the fullness of the scripture fulfilled he is God the son who became son of man who lived out the word be made flesh obedience and faith faith comes from hearing hearing the word of God faith that comes alive gives me courage to step out and do what I couldn't have done before praise Jesus praise Jesus there's a there's an obedience that that follows our faith and faith that calls forth obedience. So I want to release a fresh anointing of God's obedience that comes out of faith, that fresh hearing. Faith comes from hearing and hearing by the Word of God. You begin to see everything we've walked through so far all include the Word of God. It is an integral part of communion with Jesus Christ. It is it is uh, inseparable from to sanctification glorification and to the love of God. So, Father, in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, we declare faith that comes from the Word of God to come alive from the Word of God. Word of God, we honor what you've spoken, what you became, Jesus Christ. You're seated now at the right hand of the Father. You are on earth as the water that witnesses the washing of the water of the Word, the We declare, Lord, that you would give us a fresh faith, renew our faith, let our faith come back alive so that we can obey you, not the kind of obedience that's out of our own will and our own determination. We've we've seen, we've tried that, it doesn't work. But we declare in Jesus' name uh, an obedience that births out of hearing you speak and promoting us. I wanna tell you something. I've been very with Jesus. There are every season of movement requires God to speak first. Every new conclusion of a season or conclusion or, or fulfillment or manifestation involves an initiation by God. Now I cannot make God speak to me or tell me that we're in a new season, but I am aware of when I'm in an old season that's about to pass. So I begin to spend more time listening. That's what I'm doing right now, and more time engaging with the Lord in prayer, fasting, uh, conversational, till I begin to have that experience. Experience sometimes comes like a lightning or like a mighty rushing wind. More often, it comes as a gentle breeze that begins to call me into another place. Once you start going there, let it keep growing. There's no hurry. When God needs something done, he will get it done. If we're listening and if we're yielding and engaging and the faith that comes begins to bring the clarity and the obedience and we step out in Jesus' name. You can do it. We're doing it together. I know I didn't tell you, and everybody knows this by now, but when faith rises, obedience begins to be engaged, it won't take long till we get into a test. And the test isn't to disqualify us unless we are focusing on ourselves. Then you're gonna find out, like I found out, you cannot do what the Word of God says. As much as you promise yourself, as many times you try, we're gonna fail. That's part of the test, to learn that we are not capable but then the second part is that God is faithful God is able God is able to perform so so I want to we're here to receive from the testing that comes against our faith but you know count it all joy when you fall into diverse temptations knowing that the trying or testing of your faith is working patience besides the patience it brings us into experiences of God in his faithfulness where we were in despair, and He lifted us up. When we were in sorrow, and joy retook us. When we were sick, and then we were healed. The experience is the outcome of the testing. It's it's a uh, truth of God's word that has even more power than you can imagine. So I want to just pray a fresh level of courage. We can't save ourselves but we know the one who saves us out of it we can't stop the thing that's happening we all try to but many times if we can turn and find christ in it and not fight it christ brings the perfection and next thing you know he's there in the midst of it and i've never met jesus stepping into my problem that he doesn't turn it into an oasis of hope and blessing so in jesus name I pray for each and every one of us in every testing that we're going through. Some tests have been going on for years, and you would think they'll never end, but tonight I want to say in the Spirit, by the Spirit, there are tests that have gone on for decades that are coming to the closure, not because you failed to get it done sooner, but because it was a plan of God to bring you and me into a place to meet with Him, both in less of us no more confidence that we can do it instead we're now trusting him and there's more of him so i declare a new uh anticipation and the reason you'll know you're coming out is you don't care if you don't come out because you've now found a victory inside the test his name is jesus christ he's the overcomer and if you have to stay here for a long time then you will overcome every day because his overcoming victory is now bubbling up and overwhelming and overtaking the strife and the problem. So I bless you with that, in Jesus' name, amen.
1: There is only one God. There is only one Lord alone. Only one who saves. His name is Jesus. there is only
0: Thing of coming out of the testing and the experience as we come into new vision which is hope the hope is always in the future anticipating it can be what we begin to see once we've come through a dark season God opens us into a into a new vista to behold and that is the dynamic of God he's never defeated he's never discouraged he never thinks he can't overwhelm the situation and bring any of us and all of us into the outcome he chose for us when we entered into the trial He is utterly confident and the reason is that that's the Holy Spirit if we were to take the Father Son Holy Spirit the Holy Spirit is so full of hope I've never met him when he's not optimistic and Romans 15 13 says now may the God of hope fill you with joy and peace in believing you can abound in hope through the power of the Holy Spirit. See, it's the power of the Holy Spirit. He's not only bringing us into sanctification through the word and belief, but he's putting a picture in front of us, visions. He's opening a vistas. He's letting us see new things. So I want to release something to you, and it's for us all right now. It's that where the test and the trial has worn us down and we've been traumatized Post-traumatic stress disorder. God is going to begin a new image of, re, of a of a different outcome, of a restoration, of redemption, of victory. And I want you to allow when He starts, and we're going to start right now. Let your imagination begin. You say, well, "How do I let my imagination get a hold of me when I've been in such a dire situation?" See the opposite instead of what we worry over, dread see see what we would have wonder over and what we would delight in if it has to do with relationships and they've been intense stress see them come out of that and back into peace and joy if it has to do with people's decisions and their effects on others lives see them repenting and having a clarity and there start a whole nother uh, chapter of life that f- brings freedom and joy to everybody just see it so father in jesus name we declare the God you are the God of hope that you would now fill us everyone with joy and peace and abounding in believing we've just we got joy and peace because we believe we can abound super abound in hope through the power of Holy Spirit do it Father do it Father do it Holy Spirit now God we declare new vision a new hope renewed hope renewed vision Return us to see as you see, think as you think, hear as you hear. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, amen. i glory, love. We know that there's the glory of His grace. The glory of God in self-manifestation. I believe that God is love. And so when we're looking to behold Jesus in His glory and in His love, we're seeing them the glory of His love, the love of His glory, the oneness. And they create oneness. The glory of God brings us in scattered, shattered, broken paces puts us back together because by the time we're in the glory we're being either way undone letting go of a whole bunch of stuff that we've been trying to put together and Humpty Dumpty falls off the wall and can't put them together and then we realize it doesn't matter what we were trying to sort out wasn't for God and something supersedes and that's his glory his perfection in Jesus Christ and Many times by the time we're in the glory, that's already been part of the story, this undoneness. And now we start to experience love, like love that never backs off. God's love is relentless. It will never pull away, even when we try to pull away. It may be less tangible because we refuse to allow that touch to touch us. But even in the intangibleness, His love is present, and if we can but become quiet, all of a sudden we're encountering. Jesus said, I want you, Father, for them to see my glory, and I want them to experience my love, just as you have loved me and given me glory before the foundation of the world. So I'm gonna pray that for us. Open your heart and prepare to receive. Dear Heavenly Father, in Jesus' name, we want to have the prayer of Jesus answered in our own personal life and in our corporate life and our family life. We want to behold your glory, Jesus. And that glory that you gave us, we want to experience it right now.
1: Mm-hmm. We want to
0: experience the strength, and the brilliance, the brightness, the light, the glory of God in the face of Jesus. We just turn and look and behold transformation comes in the glory of God the newness of life comes resurrection comes victory comes let the glory just come glory of God glory of God glory of God glory of God come 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 manifest besides the glory love pour into our heart to the Holy Spirit pour in pour in like a river you see, like a, like a river, like the river of life. It must be love. God is love. God is life. God is light. He's just converging into our being. Yeah, we may still physically be in that testing over there. And we may still be trying to regroup and get our vision back in the hope that He knows is ours. But it doesn't stop us from experiencing God's love. Romans 5.5 says, And the love of God will be poured into our heart to the Holy Spirit so though we may be walking through love so I receive I release a baptism of love in the Holy Spirit I release the glory of God in the Holy Spirit I release it Now, just before we go take and allow all of these journeys to just find expression where were you when God met you when you stopped we stopped at the new creation Jesus you had a word to explain it grab it what about revelation and truth the bible what was the happening there or the fact that you went to um power holy spirit what happened then the um i'm looking up on the top meditation and prayer so god is doing a new thing and you're focusing on it you're you're caught it's we're not worrying We're meditating on the truth instead of worrying and the fear. Also then the obedience that comes out of that, faith and the testing and the experiences that come, the vision and the hope, and now we're in the glory. I bless you in Jesus' name. I bless you. This is your prayer life, my prayer life. It doesn't always take this form, but it's always gonna end here. God doesn't end in in a defeated posture, in a decimated place. If we are surrendering, He will yield, he will have us yield to our surrender. He will correct the issues of our thoughts. He'll realign our heart, and he'll bring us into submission to his son's victory, what he accomplished in his son. And out of that, then it's immediately all put back in order. Humpty Dumpty doesn't get back as a fragile egg. He gets as a golden uh, um, diadem in the hand of the Lord, and he Now, it's held together, not by duct tape and bubble gum, or not even by a wish and a prayer, but but in the glory and in the love of God. I bless you with that. I bless us all. Let us all receive that. The more we receive all of the things that God has given us in the Son, the more we let that life flow to others, even when we don't try to. He just starts living through us, and we start living life in Him, and we start carrying victory. That's why we're doing this, to activate the full full body of Jesus Christ. You're a member that is indispensable. You were created to be a part of a body that you are not just just replaceable. God wants us to fully come alive. That's why testings and trials are increasing the earth, so we can press further into Christ, and Christ can be more seen in our life, and there it is, the glory and the love being unlocked. So I bless you new places to encounter god's love and his glory in jesus name and we're going to worship one more time then we'll come back and declare over the the whole of the church this new place that we've come to tonight in jesus name I see in this room, and I could sense with my family on the internet, is the living body of Christ, each one starts to fire up. The next thing you know, from the head, we're receiving, and then we're dispersing, and like like the regular body in the earth functions. From the head, nerve signals, organs function, blood flows, and life starts coming alive. And I saw it happening. The more we practice finding an experiential Jesus Christ in the Bible and the truth and the Holy Spirit, meditation, prayer, all that we've talked through tonight, the more we are powerful, living members. We are we're carriers of Jesus Christ. And we can communicate him through prayer to the ones we love, through words, through action, through just embrace. And I want to just release an, a fresh activation. Next week, it's going to be generational blessings. Those who carry Christ through in seasons are gonna release what they've carried through those seasons and we're gonna have a glory tunnel where we can just let the big glorious Holy Spirit flood through and capture and carry us into new places. So Father, in Jesus' name, thank you for tonight. Thank you for the living body that this continues to come alive. I looked for glorified church without spot or wrinkle and I look for the triumphant overcoming bride and I know you have promised the son and I know the son is the fulfillment of this promise so we now yield and receive and we look forward to the freshness of activation surprise us with the new things you're going to do in us with us through us for the glory of God in Jesus name we pray amen